Hey, this is H1, and we're about to be running it back with another episode. H1 in the building, and we're about to be slicing this pizza so that each person can get a slice of this pizza. Because we're going to be going in on season four. Man, four seasons. The 31st episode. Just wait until I hit my 100th episode. It's about to be hype. It's about to be hype. I'm glad that you was able to get back here to come back because you followed. And because you got the notification, you was like, man, I missed H1. <laughs> so um, today we're going to be talking about chess personalities, how that's important when you're building your chess opening and when you're making decisions in your middle game. Plus, it's important to know other people's chess personalities so that you can build an opening repertoire for them. Are you ready? Are you ready to get into this? Well, before we get into this, my Instagram is H1Chess. My YouTube channel is Chess Knowledge with H1. My Facebook group is Chess Knowledge with H1. That's pretty much it. Oh, my new thing, my new thing, my Twitch my twitch is h1 chess so if you want to see me stream live hey hit up that twitch hit up that twitch so you can see me stream live okay let's get into it let's get it mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's the thing. We're going to start off this segment talking about chess personalities. And we're going to be talking about what are chess personalities. Did I just go in there pretty quickly? You know, I just went into the subject like, man, this guy's not wasting any time this season. Well, I'm not because I want you to get better. I want you to improve as a player, as a chess player, and not go 10 years without being a grandmaster. Like you should come on. Don't don't stop. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Chess personalities are basically how a person approaches a chess game. Pretty much. Okay? Because when you face certain people, and my experience when you play somebody that just defends or that likes being aggressive, that likes attacking, those are two different personalities to deal with. And the more experience you have playing chess, the more you'll be able to deal with those personalities and for you to... um and for you to just hone the chess personality that you have. Now, for example, of personalities that happen on this old game is, um, you know, you might uh, you might see the difference between a attacker and a defender, or a person that would rather play dynamic games, or a person that would rather play boring positional games with a slight advantage. You might meet people that value bishops over knights. 
or value knights over bishops. And you might you might have a difference of opinion on if you believe that chess is 99% tactics. I don't believe it, but some people do. They think that chess is just all about tactics. Nah, 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 nah. I don't believe that. As H1, I want to knock that notion. But, hey, people have a right to believe in what they want to believe in in chess. Okay. And, some, and definitely during chess openings, people have, a, like, they, they go into certain chess openings because they like, they enjoy, they feel the most comfortable playing that opening. And you might just think the opening that your opponent playing is just garbage. You're like, I never get a good game out of that opening, but they played so perfectly. How, how can they do that? How can they play the Benoni defense so perfectly? And that's one of the openings that I hate, that I hate playing against. Because I could never play. And I wanted to play that opening, but that's just not my personality. That that didn't like that that couldn't happen for me. And that that it pretty much sucks. But um, chess is all about um, uh, opinions and everybody's opinions you're fighting against when you're playing a chess game. Every time you're playing against somebody's opening, you're making them believe that their opening is just stupid. And, <laughs> and your opponent is doing the exact same thing. Every time your opponent exchange pieces, like if they exchange your bishop for a knight, then they made that crucial decision, unless they have to. But they made that crucial decision on their conscience that, hey, I'm good with these knights and I can finesse my opponent. And that's what all these online chess people be thinking nowadays is that knights are better than bishops. When we all know that two bishops is better than two knights. But online chess is different because most people fall through like um, forks and things in that nature. So there you go. Even if you think you don't have a chess personality, you do. And as you get better, as you become a novice or an expert, as you improve in chess, you're going to gain that personality. You're going to see it a lot more often. Even grandmasters have a specific chess personality. But the difference between a grandmaster and some normal person is that they are well-rounded into, into making the best move in any position. Unless it's something that they feel passionate about, they will <laughs> they will always find the best position. Usually always find the best position. And when it comes to the elite grandmasters, because there's a like a new level of grandmasters, there's the regular grandmasters that are 2,500 to 2,700. And then there's the elite grandmasters that are 27 to 2,900. Once you get that powerful, then personalities become a little bit irrelevant and you would have to have more precision or you'll be eaten alive up there just just look at the games that Hikaru Nakamura, Magnus Carlsen Anish Giri, look at all their games and see how precise they are and you'll notice that man, these people, they play like computers, they don't play like regular people like us, they don't play human moves, they don't get emotional 
except in certain instances, but it's usually, it, it never happens. But we're not elite grandmasters. And it's important for us to hone our skills, hone and be comfortable with what we can do with the personality that we have at this moment. I remember a long time ago, I think somebody told me I was a positional attacker and I never understood what that was until I started looking at my games and I was like, ah, that's fair because I usually don't attack when I'm being attacked and I don't attack every single game. So I usually try to go to positional route. Yes. Yes. H1 usually goes the boring route. I know. I know. Dynamic games. It gets kind of iffy, and when I'm not comfortable, then the dumbest moves come out. And I know that everybody experienced that at a certain point. Let's dive on deeper into chess personalities in the next segment. Let's get it! This is the waiting room segment, Chess Jokes by H1. And the joke of today is, I was watching a chess champion vinces a boxing champion. The chess player had a mean right rook. Ah-ha-ha. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Thank you for listening. Hey, this is H1, and we're about to be getting back to business, right down to business, somewhere business-wise, we're doing it. Okay, when do you know about your chess personality? Because you don't know when you don't know anything. You don't have a personality when you don't even know how the pieces even move. That's like, let me see, what's a good example? That's like knowing how to how to cook. Man, we're just going to go on food. If you don't know how to make a pizza, how you going to have how you going to have your own personality making the pizza? How you make the dough? What marinara sauce you're going to put in it? What cheese you're going to put on it? How you going to know when you haven't did it before? <laughs> Me and pizza today is crazy. I, the thing is, I haven't even ate a pizza in a while. But I digress. To have a chess personality, you have to know how the pieces move. You have to have the basics down to even have a specific chess personality. You start, and when you get this, you're, you're going to start to realize something. Each one is going to tell you what you're going to realize. You're going to realize your playing style when you learn how to move the pieces, when you pick openings that you like, that you personally like, that will suit you. And most importantly, you're going to have a chess personality when you stop hanging pieces and actually play good moves 
and and notice your opponent's threats. When you when you get to that moment when you have to um, when you have to actually do good moves to make your opponent mess up instead of hanging pieces and getting away from the the, the low rated players, whatever, probably under five hundred rating, then you will gain that personality. Usually. When it started for me, I was around the thousand rating, the one thousand, the big one oh oh oh, and usually around that time, I started noticing which positions I felt comfortable playing, and then eventually I was like, oh snap, I should remember that because I want to do that again and again and again to get that win. And to feel comfortable getting those wins against stronger opponents. Now, where can you find out your chess personality? And I think that this website is still up. It's been up for a while, probably 10 years or seven years. I don't know. But there's this website called www.chesspersonality.com. And it gives you some questions, a quiz, and a there you go. You can get your chess personality and you can get the perfect person that you can learn from back in the past. I did mine recently. I did the test recently and it was saying that I'm a professional. I'm a professional. Not a prodigy because Magnus Carlsen is a prodigy, but I'm a professional. Um, I should be learning from Bob Vinick. Um, I forgot I forgot the guy's first name. Yeah, y'all know who it is. The, the, the Grandmaster, Bob Fitnick, right? And my chess personality really hasn't changed from that since I was a teenager because I did it a while ago. Like a while ago, like a decade ago, which is crazy. And it was that exact same person and that exact same personality. Does it suck? No. It's actually pretty cool because it was right on the money. It was cool. And that's who I basically learned from. I, I played all of his games. Now, and I just want to say this. To be a great player, you have to be well-rounded in every personality. To be a great player, to be intuitive, um, how aggressive you are, how positional you are. You have to be well-rounded in all those um, facets. And for my experience... It was really hard to be something that you're not. Like, I've tried to be a chess player that attacks my opponent in every single game as a kid. And I loved seeing those games by Mikhail Tall and Gary Kasparov, how these people just attacked their opponent and they were, they were so aggressive and they made their opponent lose. And I was doing these tactic puzzles, looking at games. Uh, and this was the, at the time when I was doing the chess master on the playstation 2 where i was looking up games um that josh josh wainskin was showing on the chess master on the um i think it was the intermediate section or maybe advanced section that he would show games by mikhail tall he showed one game that was awesome just pieces flying everywhere and i was fascinated by it as a youngin as a young boy i was fascinated by it and i realized that and, and this is just my experience that I couldn't be that. I was trying to force myself to be something that I'm not. And this is why. First of all, I never liked gambling upon. 
I never liked it. Even though I learned openings like the the Evans Gambit, the Max Lane attack, the um, what's the other one, the Smith Mora Gambit. I learned all these gambits, but I never like I never liked it. I was always anxious about how can I get the pawn back. I no, I don't. I don't like sacrificing a pawn for activity. I like getting activity just just by getting activity the normal way. Um, so pretty much I started to realize as I became more mature into my chess journey that I was a positional player. I stuck in the section for a while and not a dynamic player. So I I really never got anywhere with trying to change my personality. And doesn't mean that I'm not a good attacker. Don't get me wrong. If you give me an opportunity to attack you, I will do so and I will win the game. But I'm not that type of, unless the position allows it, I'm not just going to play openings like the King's Gambit. That, that gives me opportunities to attack you. I'm going to play some boring London system. And hopefully I get some positional game that I have a slight advantage. And that those are the type of things that I like personally. Just um, just making sure that all my pieces are at its best square. Make sure my king is castled. Oh, my opponent has an isolated... Um, my opponent has an isolated pawn on the A file. Let me target that right quick with all my pieces and win positionally by capturing that pawn one day and and then at the end of the end game, pushing up my past pawn. Those were my original strategies. And I like doing it. I like slow playing things. That's that's just me. But like I said, that is just my opinion. I can't change like from experience. I I can't change my personality. Even though I would like to be more tactical, more aggressive. Now, why is finding out your chess personality important? Why is it important? Because there's a few things that you need to do. Number one, as you get stronger, you have to hone in on your strength. So if you like open positions, you like being tactical, you like pieces flying everywhere you like losing because you forgot one check or maybe you found that one check and and your opponent is like that you gotta hone in on that personality and i hate i mean i I don't hate it no no i'm gonna say i hate open positions i like semi-open i like closed positions to try to figure out where the best squares my pieces can go and then you if you give me that one little square i'm gonna plant my knight there and, and then i'm going to Make sure that you suffer all the days in your life on the chessboard because that's just how I play chess. And once you realize the certain positions that you like, study the crap out of it. Study it like you haven't studied it before because you want to hone in on that strength and then everything will everything around it. Like if semi-open positions aren't your forte, um, Everything will get better if you just study Grandmaster games, how they played those open positions, especially if you're an E4 player. Learn those E4 games, those opening theoretical positions. Now, 
if you love end games, let's say you're a player that just loves getting straight to the end game, love the end game a lot, and, and you played at Berlin or whatever, then study all the Berlin end games. I mean, study all the end games. Study all the Rook versus Pawn end games. Study all the Rook Pawn versus Rook Pawns. All the drawing end games. And you usually should be doing this first because the end game is the most important part of all the phases. But if you enjoy it so much, then hone in on that strength so that you can be comfortable in that space. Imagine you're facing this grandmaster and and you get into this worst end game, but that grandmaster is just like super bad at end games and and you didn't know it at that point, and you're just like, oh snap, I studied this position before. I can hold it like this, and you get a win. Like that, that would be a special moment. It's like, oh snap, I studied for this to happen and it was from my own power it was from my own doing uh another thing whatever you enjoy playing will bring out your best game for example i love playing the catalan i love getting the activity and it's not exactly a sacrifice because i can always figure out a way to get the pawn back but as long as i got that activity from that fianchetto bishop on g2 it's it's amazing. And I love Fiumkettoing my bishops. I love having that long diagonal for my bishops. It's awesome. The more comfortable you are, the better you will play on the board. Pretty much the exact same thing as the last one. But it's good to just emphasize comfortability in chess. Because there's a lot of players that get nervous. They just get nervous and they... Um, they just start doing moves that really doesn't make sense. And that's where opponents like take advantage of those moments. You don't want to be that person that gets nervous. You want to prepare to be as comfortable as possible in the positions that you play. And if there are positions that you are not comfortable with, those are the things that you should be studying the most. So there you go. The business was set. I went straight to business, right? Season four started off big. Yes, sir. This is the waiting room segment. Chess quotes by H1. And the quote of today is, Get so comfortable with your chest personality that people will hate your chest personality. Thank you for listening. Hey, we're here. I'm sorry, H1. H1, why? H1, why, bro? Already, H1, you're going to start it off like this. Well, yes, H1 is. I'm glad that you can be here for the fourth season. We hit it off with the banger. First of all, I hit you with that bonus episode talking about health already. And then now, chest personality. And then the next one, yada, 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 it's a secret. But, you know, it's going to be awesome. 
everything is going to be dope. I'm super proud of everybody that was a part of this. And just remember, you're a part of something that's going to be really big right now. You're part of the small group. Wait until it gets bigger. And then and then you can be like, man, I remember back when this was being done on his phone. Imagine being part of the OG crew that was listening to the first season and I'm on like season 15 in the future. Do I have that much stuff to talk about? Oh yeah. Don't 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 think that H1 don't. I can talk all day about chess. I've been living it for 13 14 years now. So don't let the pressure this is going to keep on going until especially until I start interviewing some of you, you know, especially until that. So thank you for the support. Please follow to be notified. Don't be missing out on the episodes. Please don't be missing out. I need you to be here at this moment every Tuesday. Okay. And if you want to be notified to um, Instagram, I try to do my best to notify people when I'm posting an episode. Sometimes I forget. This is a one man army. Don't. Don't play like it's not. This this is all me, baby. This is all me, baby. <laughs> okay. Well, um, until next time, we're going to run it back, you know, as we run it back as just awesome people. Man. Okay, I need to get some sleep. Peace. <laughs>